This is the Dealer Playbook Power Bomb. Where are things currently in our dealership landscape as far as needs of leadership and and what's your take on what we should be focusing on in this industry as far as leadership is concerned? Well, I think when you break down, there's a there is a stark difference in contrast, if you will, between leadership and management. And too often it gets confused with the same thing and they're not. And right. so if you're looking in a um, the in a dealership world, it's oh, little Billy or little Susie over here is selling 100 cars. So that must mean that he or she needs to be promoted to manager. No, that's not how it works because most likely little Billy or little Susie has been trained to say, you be a killer, you win at all costs. Right. Does that make a good leader or a good manager? Not necessarily because that means that they've most likely focused on me, 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 which doesn't make a good leader or manager. <clears throat> then there's a difference is someone can be a great leader, that make a good manager because can they actually manage people because you, they go hand in hand, but they're not the same thing. So if you take that outside, you have your own company, for instance, are you sometimes you find that people will say, I'll not say they just, uh, they get to the top or they think they're at the top and they're like pounding their chest. Well, what happens then? Someone's going to come off and knock you off the mountain. So you have to constantly be learning, constantly saying, how can I better myself? I had a great conversation with Jerry Kilway last week. And he had a great saying, so I'm going to steal this from him. It's not mine. Give him all credit for it. He's like, what happens to a pool when it becomes stagnant? It gets, you know, stagnant water just sits there and it gets all moldy and nasty. And it's so true. If we just become stagnant, what we do, that's no one's going to want to be around us. We get all nasty and mildewy and it's nasty. And someone's going to probably, you know, make me into a meme and let me look looking like that now. Uh, (laughs) But it's It's so true. I'm going to turn you yes. into the meme. No, I'm <laughs> you don't, you haven't made it until you become a meme. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> but it's so true is that you've got to keep learning. You've got to keep growing, keep asking questions, keep raising your hand and saying, how can I improve myself? And I think when you look inwardly and say, how can we do that? And then getting to the problem is, is removing that ego. And I think that too often is that it's, well, that can't happen to me or it, it's, it's gotta be you. I, I had a situation where I had a, uh, this is actually back in before I had my business, that it was a employee that I just couldn't seem to figure out why I couldn't connect this employee. And I had tried everything under the sun. And I, I mean, I was asking other people, I was researching, you know, asking everybody outside the dealership. And I finally just said, you know what, there's got to be something maybe happening at home that's causing this issue. So I find let's get this person out of the dealership and just take this person for lunch. And maybe the, then this person will open up. And that's what it took to finally get the person out of the dealership to open up to figure out, oh, there's a whole situation going on at home that is causing the person not to be able to retain anything. And it was so frustrating because I was like, what am I missing here? But it was something that happened at home <laughs> or whether it's, you know, removing that ego to say, hey, maybe the people just don't want to hear my voice anymore. So bringing in someone else to teach them. But removing that ego is so, 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 so big. And knowing as a leader or manager that it sometimes it is you. It is you and it's not them. And so I think that all those things go into what a leader and a manager really should be and in order to grow and to prosper and all the other buzzwords you want to throw in there to move it forward. Yeah, that makes that makes total sense. Um, leadership requires so many more 
soft skills <laughs> than hard skills, doesn't it? I think that that's something you make me really think of when you draw the distinction between leadership and management. Um, often in this industry, as you pointed out, we get promoted or we rise the the ranks, so to speak, predicated on hard skills. I was able to sell X. I was able to do this much. I was able to whatever. I had an interesting conversation with with uh, David Spizak, and we were talking about my company and getting to the next phase of growth. And the one thing that really stood out to me that he that he talked about is knowing what I'm not good at so that I can give it to somebody who is good at that thing. And that requires, to your point, removing ego. Well, it's my business. I started, I should be good at all the things. I mean, this is where we came from. Um, And I think often that's how managers look at it. They go, well, no, nobody can be better at the thing than I am. That's why I'm the manager. And I just find like that is a weird sword to fall on but it's also a sword you created for yourself because you didn't give yourself anything else, right? What's your take? Uh, 100% agree. Uh, Two, like you just said, is that one of the best things you can do as a manager, as an owner, or even as a, a salesperson, it doesn't matter what employee, what type of employee you are, surround yourself with people a hell of a lot smarter than you. That is, I cannot stress that enough. And yet some people to your point, we'll just say, nope, I can't hire anybody. That's smart. That's not, they've got to be this level and below. Why would you do that? That makes absolutely no sense to me at all. Because when I hire someone that's smarter than me, man, that makes me look so much smarter than I really am. <laughs> that's right. exactly what I would want. I want someone that's going to bring me up because when that person succeeds, I succeed. And when this person over here succeeds, man, we all succeed. So it's just opening their eyes a little bit. But when someone says, I'm only going to hire X and below, all that does is scream to their insecurities. So if you can reach down to that person and say, okay, let's talk about this. If they're open to that and figure out, okay, why is it you're doing this? And, you know, talk to them a little bit about that. If they're not open to it, that's a whole, there's, you know, there's nothing here to do about that. But if you can and say, hey, here's what happens when we do do this. Man, all of us succeed. At the end of the day, it's going to help your paycheck. It's going to help your bottom line. It's going to help your gross profit. It's going to help all of us. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.